Good evening. I'm every terrible impression you've ever heard of Morgan Freeman. And on tonight's episode, we'll be discussing where the boys from Talk Good have been up to in the past six months. Tonight, I'm joined by Corey Faust, one of the original leaders of the Talk Good clan. Corey, can you please tell us where you've been this whole time? I've I've been waxing fruit. That's what I've been doing. I'm Wa- intrigued. Been waxing fruit. Please tell me more. This is a family show, Corey. Um. Well, <laughs> have you ever have have you ever wondered why apples have no hair on them? All the time. Of course you have. Well, it's because you gotta wax them. Is that's why? Are you seeking this as a professional career? Um, no, I just kind of, just kind of do it in my downtime, which is, I have a lot of downtime. It's pretty much all downtime. But, but is, is that mainly because you're sad all the time? We remember you on the show like as all the time. being like the sad the one. Time. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good to hear. I'm glad you've been waxing all of your pears. Hmm. Also, we're... Joined tonight by the second host of the show. His name is Brandon. What have you been getting into, good sir? Well, I mean, uh, I mean, honestly, uh, I make handcrafted signs. It's not a hobby. I would say it's more of a lifestyle than anything else that I've been getting into. Can you tell us more about the signs that you've made? Um. I mean, they're pretty much anything that your aunt would buy, probably. I mean, you probably see them in the back corners of Ross and like half read them and and not really like giving them a second thought. Like I started to make one called just cocaine fueled sex orgies, but no one was ever gonna buy it. Um, It's it's mainly- Are they like those motivational signs? Like like live, laugh, love type stuff? Corey, I, I, we're not in the same room together. This is an introspective. So this is oh sorry, uh, sorry. The uh, you terrible. And, you and Morgan were just kind of shooting the shit. I just kind of wanted. to Yeah, you in. know, like he did with you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Corey, please don't interrupt when he's talking. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's just uh, that's just <laughs> what I've been into recently. I mean, I'm just kind of trying to delve into my art a little bit more, and I don't think the uh, handcrafted sign. Artistry is uh, is really is really uh, shown off in a good light, and I'm um, just trying there'll to bring be, respect to it. There'll be a link to his Etsy at the end uh, within <laughs> on the website. And finally for tonight, Red Martin, what have you been doing? Well, you probably know disembodied voice of Morgan Freeman, but I've been in a weed coma for six months. Mm. I just woke up about an hour ago, what? and you and Morgan Freeman woke me up by pouring a bunch of leftovers from Thanksgiving all over me to welcome me back. And uh, I'm glad I didn't miss. I did, you know, glad I didn't miss Christmas. How festive of you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, obvious, guys, that was me the whole time. What? That was me doing that voice. Oh, was it? That was me. That it was, was me just, doing it. It was so good. Thanks. I. I, I didn't try at all. I, yeah. I I watched a Family Guy episode before 
uh, we did yeah. this. Anyway, do you just want to start the fucking show? What are we? Yeah. Yeah, we probably should because this was a very bad way to intro the show. Anyways, I disagree. Here we go. <laughs> well, fuck me for trying to think of a cool new no, way was, to intro the show. It's. It was good. I enjoyed it. D- <sighs> Morgan I, should come around more often. It's yeah. really hard to tell by your face when you enjoy something. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, <laughs> I get that a lot. I can understand. I think we've also found out today that your face is not a part of your head. No, it's a separate appendage. That, define appendage. Don't ask me. Define appendage. Doctors. Uh, something that can move independently. <laughs> well, how about the movie was called Face Off, not Head Off? Yeah, exactly. God damn it. And there's the nail in your fucking Thank you, head. Thank <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good Christ. Well, with that, that should just be the intro of the show. Um, good. Good, yeah. Uh, so, welcome back. Welcome back to all of us, actually, being yeah. on this fucking show again. I just wanted to do something. We were mainly just all bored and realized we hadn't did it in a long time. So Six months. Mm-hmm. Six months is good. Yeah. Six months is pretty good. Good time to yeah. let everything refresh, relax. Nothing's really happened in anyone's lives, so we're just no. kind of bored. Corey, yeah. you especially. Um, so I, I think just to kind of pick up some steam from where we left off last time and try maybe not to be too, too overambitious and do a three-hour-long episode, um, let's just do one topic today. And we can all comment on it, or if you want to throw anything in, and then we'll just do a rec room at the end, because we know you boys and girls of the world all love it. Especially, hey, shout out Philippines. If all of our listeners haven't been cold into the death squads yet, mm-hmm. uh, thanks for tuning back in. Anyway, so I'm so excited to start off the newest topic for the show called Original Sin. It's that beautiful, wonderful, festive time of year again when all of the white, white goodness of Christmas comes together and we all get The white goodness. The white, the best whiteness. All the whiteness of Christmas. The inflection makes me nervous. Well, you shouldn't be because I feel everyone is reminded of how good people are throughout the season. And that's a shame. Everyone's grateful. Everyone's giving thanks. Better to give than to receive. I disagree. I think we should all reflect on our worst qualities just to show how good we are on that one single time of baby Jesus' birthday. So, with that being said, I would like to introduce our newest segment called Original Sin, where we're going to take one of the seven deadly sins, hold it very close to our hearts, and tell of the time that we enjoyed that sin the most. You guys, need, right. you guys need to prepare yours very, very soon, because I don't know if you're going to be able to top the one that I'm going to talk about today. Probably not. Probably not. Well, today's mm-hmm. sin is lust. Um, and I'm not even going to go into the history of sin or how these things came about. We're all... We all pretty well know kind of what's going on with all the seven deadly sins to begin with. I mean, I mean, can you name them all off the top of your head, Corey? 
Think fast. Uh, greed, uh, sloth, uh, gluttony. Um, I, I lying. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded super biblical. <laughs> You know, like when when Moses came back down, he that's exactly it's like how guys he said don't it. Uh, li- don't lying do, don't lying don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you say Moses? Did Moses come back with the seven deadly Moses, seven deadly sins? Moses was, <laughs> was. I thought he was the commandments. He did the command. Well, there was it was an expanded ten series. Commandments, you know, it's seven like deadly sins. Ten commandments, seven deadly sins. I never read Silmarillion, so I never got to De- that part. <laughs> I don't like prequels. The Bible Cimmerillion. Uh, uh, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure most of our audience is Catholics, so hopefully just write in. I don't know where this podcast is going, uh, but I mean, if you find it, write into us from somewhere. I don't know. I don't yeah. know how it works now. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll just get into it here. You guys feel free to ask me questions. Uh yeah, just do what you got to do, okay? Uh, this is all free form, all free flowing. Just get loosey goosey with it. You especially, Red. Mm. You're a spindly spaghetti man. Just get all get all loosey with it. Ooh. Corey, stay rigid. <laughs> okay. I need you as rigid as possible for this. All right. So my favorite sin is lust because I'm a whore. So uh, with that, I would like to tell the story of the very first time I got to do an Eiffel Tower. Oh, so this is like a Christmas story about the Three Kings? Yes. It takes place in Paris, the city of love. (laughs) Uh, Did you go to the top? uh, We, well, it was more of a legs kind of thing. Like the support, Mm. we were were supporting. Yeah. Picture a star on the top of the... A tree, and this is how he got it up there. And it's a high five. And, <laughs> and the it's star is there. Okay. Um, so this story is very interesting. I, I can't really say the date or the time that it happened or the people that were involved, mainly because three people might listen to this podcast. So um, I will just be very, very vague about a couple, couple things. But where the story starts off is on my dad's birthday. Uh, which, in all honesty, uh, not the best way to start off most sex stories. No, no that's not. No, I'm picturing you high fiving him, and it's getting weird. No, no, it's getting that's, real weird. That's that's not what happens. Stay with me. Okay. I just need to give mm-hmm. you the the exact time, uh, even though I said it'd be fake. So, Dad's birthday. He is. He wants to go out. Uh, so we end up going down. We go to a casino. Uh, while we're all hanging out down there, I text one of my friends. Say, hey man, do you know of any single women uh, that are still available in the tiny town that we're in? And he's pretty much answers back with, nah, I pretty much run through everybody in the town, man. Uh, Where'd you say at? You're down in Columbus? There's a lifestyle club I know down there. If you say my name, they'll probably give you a discount. I'm like, well, hold on here a second. This is, I, I feel like this is also what we need to get Wait, into. Little lifestyle bit of, club? Yeah, a little bit of a backstory about about this gentleman um very into the swinger 
uh, scene at the moment. It's a okay. culture. I, I apologize. It is not a lifestyle. It's apologize culture. to all the swingers that are listening. That's our that's our biggest audience. Our biggest demographic. Like dancers would say. Yeah. Yeah. Corey. Dancers. They swing. Actually, it's more of like an acrobatic thing. Too frigid, Corey. Too frigid. Lucy. Like that, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was so frigid. Uh, you you had me rigid. You had me um, thinking of that one Nazi movie with the swing dancers. What movie's that? What? Yeah, wasn't there a Nazi movie with swing dancers? Wasn't there a genre? What genre is that? <laughs> was it called like Swing Kids or something? Are you thinking of the Vince Vaughn movie? Was I wa- was maybe I was watching like th- two or three different movies at the same time. <laughs> As as you do You're quite watching, often, watching Footloose <laughs> with picture in picture of like just the Holocaust, like a BBC documentary <laughs> of like, well, what about all the good things Hitler did? You know, just come on, think about it. Look, he knew how to tap dance. Come on, guys. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure. Sh- I'm pretty sure that was a movie about. Anyways, go on. Anyway, <laughs> lifestyle clubs. So basically, what this is, um, is it's part bar part dance club and then a fuck warehouse like next door like just a giant room filled with beds um and you go down there with your partner to meet other partners um and it's just you just fuck all over the place like they mainly want to keep it out of the bar just because food is served in that area but the rest of it is just beds and you can go in there and and meet different people and have them have sex with your partner or have sex with their partner a nice like trade-off kind of thing basically if the barter system was allowed but for uh significant others is, is okay. the way i kind of think of it um so so that is what he's explaining to me to go and do and i'm like well man i want to show my dad a really good birthday but maybe not that good of a birthday you know what i mean <laughs> yeah Just, uh you know i'm down here so he goes okay well let me think of something go on tell your dad i said happy birthday um and I'll try to find you someone to fuck. Weird conversation. Great. Already mm-hmm. off to a great start. <laughs> so later on that day... Um, he was he was like a f- fuck bloodhound. That's basically <laughs> what he was acting as. It's like... <laughs> I, you know what? We are very, um, very... Not disingenuous. Uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Very supportive of feminine rights. Mm. We, we are responsible allies, I would say, on the show, but I believe the correct terminology is pussy hound. Oh, so okay. Just remember that yeah. for next time. So the rest of the day goes on, and uh, we're getting ready to take my dad out. And as as the night kind of went along, it was more of a... It was very showing that we ended up eating at a sausage house mm. that night. Um, just... Okay. And just... Filling myself with sausage and carbs. This is foreshadowing. (laughs) Slightly. Yep. This is uh, also just want to tell you guys this for all of you listeners out there. If you guys are trying to prepare for a crazy sex-fueled night, the best way to do it is to prepare by going to a sausage buffet and eating for hours. And then probably (laughs) definitely going to shit yourself at some point on the way back. But you didn't. Because you're a trooper. Now. At least not during your trip to Paris. That's like arming the bomb on the plane before dropping it. (laughs) (laughs) One wrong move. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, uh, so anyway, it goes on. And, uh, 
friend texts me back and he goes, hey man, I have a question for you. I'm like, what? He says, do you want to go to Paris tonight? Like, like Paris, Ohio or <laughs> what? What do you mean? He goes, uh, no, man. Think about it for a second. Paris, Texas. Paris, <laughs> Tennessee. Here we go. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, oh, 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 okay. Um, honestly, you would probably be the only person I'd be comfortable doing that with. And he goes, okay, well, I'll let her know. We'll see you over here in a little bit. And just like that, I was getting ready to be involved in the threesome. It's like just as quick as like a Craigslist exchange to like test drive a car before you purchase it or something. Well, we can but, also all right, man. talk yeah, about the we'll time. A bit. We can also talk about the time I had a Craigslist hookup and then just how no, we, awful and <laughs> fucked up no, that I don't, was. That's a different sin. That's that a different is uh, going to be too much for me. Is is shame? It's a, uh, thou a shalt not Craigslist. It's very specific. <laughs> <laughs> they were all very aware of that in times that they had to scribble stuff on a stone tablet. Yeah, there was a guy named Craig. Mm. <laughs> that was his list, actually. Very this biblical name through, as well, yeah. Craig. <laughs> the Book of Craig. He was the original pussy hound. Oh, God. Anyway, so I am, uh, I am, I'm still down in Columbus uh, having dinner with my dad. And, well... Starting to do the text message thing back and forth, and we're getting ready to go. Now, a normal trip would maybe take about an hour and a half. Um, it ended up taking us about four hours to get back, just mainly because of a car accident that happened. But mm. that would have been fine any other time. How selfish are those people? How selfish are they <laughs> to not make sure that I'm there for my Eiffel Tower in time? <laughs> So I have to keep telling my friend, okay, dude, hey, be there at 9.30, 10 o'clock, 10.30, 11 o'clock, 11.30. By that time, I am so distraught and upset that this dead person who is definitely on fire at one point <laughs> made me late. I text my friend and I'm just like, dude, I'm so fucking pissed at what's happening right now. I Honestly, you just got to go on without me. Just fucking... Just go on without me, man. I, I, I can't do it. And he goes, no. Whenever you get there, whenever you get back, you come directly here. We have planned this out so that you will be with us. I was like, oh. Oh, I've never, I've never felt so much love before <laughs> in my life. Because, you know, you would never do that for someone else. Like, I would no, never. Man, I, I already, like, all uh, right, well, I mean, kind of got it out of the way. <laughs> Sorry. That that oh my god that is love right there. I what is what is the what is the girl doing this whole time? Oh well, she's just... so she's uh, she's uh, definitely another person who goes out to lifestyle clubs as well. Okay. So she's down for it. I wouldn't necessarily say like dom sub master slave kind of thing, but it has elements to it. So she's cool with most things that happen because that night. she has to be <laughs> oh god um i mean well yeah okay, Corey, what are you anyways. what are you trying are you trying to back me into a corner here but <laughs> no look if i've said it once i've said it a thousand times the sexiest thing 
is consent. Now, come on. Let me finish my story. <laughs> no, come on. You know I'm just joking. <laughs> anyways, uh, go. Anyways, so end up getting back, gives me some stipulations, basically saying, hey, you know, uh, two rules for the night, no kissing and no ass play. I'm like, okay, that's, that's usually how I stick with m- majority of the time I have sex. No kissing or ass play <laughs> on my end. I can kiss yeah. you. You can't kiss me. That's not very Catholic of you. Don't touch my ass. <laughs> Are we getting into Catholicism? I mean, it's kind of, it's the time of season, man. It's well, I mean, the, it's reverence. I mean, very... I dropped so many biblical things in the past, like, 15 minutes. We're talking about sin here. It's literally a biblical term. <sighs> Jesus built the Eiffel Tower. Jesus, the Holy Trinity. Yep. Yeah. There, there you go. go right there. Nothing better. Was was that her name, Trinity? Yes. Uh, he actually did have circle. sex uh, with the woman from the Matrix. It was Jesus. <laughs> well, Neo was the one, and then yeah. Trinity. Wow. So he was your Morpheus. He was my Morpheus. This is getting beautiful. His, his dick was basically my red pill. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Hey, there it is. Okay. Um, so anyway, it gets into the night. I get over there. We immediately start doing shots. Very festive of us to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do want to say this as well is you never, ever, ever get to see the part in porn where everybody just kind of meets each other and like shakes hands and it's like, hey, I'm going to I'm going to fuck you from behind today. Everything's going to go great. You don't really get to ever have the discussion of, okay, well, what's the, is this okay? Oh, it is. Everything's on the table. Cool. Great. What a quick discussion <laughs> that was. Wow. So. Like, we, do I, do, do I need to sign anything? Is there, <laughs> is there a is there waiver? A I need to sign. Is this a, <laughs> do I need to sign an NDA? It's not California. Okay. Yeah. So you're good. <laughs> I, I need to go get my... Uh... Yeah, you have to sign that thing that says there may be lead in the paint. <laughs> <laughs> Things get too crazy, just don't lick the wall. That's when you go like, I don't sign anything without my lawyer present. <laughs> my lawyer is also now involved in that. It's just the story <laughs> just keeps getting credit crazier. Check. <laughs> How embarrassing. Oh, God. <laughs> so, um, now it gets to a certain point in the night where now we're doing shots, we're smoking a ridiculous amount of blunts and it's very, it's very hard to kind of ease it in. Like we're all aware of what we're trying to do, but it's very hard to get to that point where we're all like, all right, great. And uh, we can start fucking now. And uh, (laughs) let's, let's all just do it, everybody. Let's get into it. So she starts dancing, starts kind of stripping a little bit. We're both sitting on the couch, hanging out. Eventually, it gets to a point where she doesn't have any clothes on anymore. I'm like, well, that seems also appropriate for me not to have any clothes on anymore. And it was. I I like the idea of you actually saying this out loud. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, is that uh, is this fine with everyone? Yeah. No, I'm just going to disrobe. You are dancing. There is one layer <laughs> gone. Now all of the layers are gone. I, I suppose feel now it is time for me to remove the layers. I I am unlike an onion. I am a dried husk, and I do only ever have a single layer of clothing on at any given point. So it was just, just gone. Onesies. Just onesies. 
That's when um, she adds a new stipulation. She's like, no ass play, no kissing, no Morgan Freeman voice anymore. Oh. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was into it. She <laughs> there. Um, so anyway, she starts dancing, starts getting up on me. My friend goes over to lock the door, as you do, as you're preparing for a threesome or orgy or, or whatever you have. And he comes back over, and I yank on his shorts, and I'm like, dude, get naked. You're making shit awkward. Let's start the shit. Let's, let's start going here. So, now, it's, it's at this point in every threesome with two dudes and one girl, especially if he's a very good friend, um, of when is the appropriate time to get an erection. When is it appropriate to be aroused? So it took us a minute. Uh, it took us a minute to get started. I will say that. That was, it was minute. strange. It was awkward. I wasn't counting. I mean, <laughs> every second felt like an hour, but every, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. When you're there to do some porn ass shit and your dick's just like, I don't know about this, man. I don't know. <laughs> this is kind of weird. Yeah. But then it's I'm, like, I know I was kind of the one that got you in. <laughs> I'm getting cold feet, cold balls, cold, if cold, you will. Cold ball feet is what I'm getting right now. It's like I've been around too many sausages today. You put uh, me in front of a whole buffet of sausages, yeah. and it just killed it. Just girthy, thick sausages. And I'm just sitting there going, <laughs> they're all in my stomach and not in my groin right now. They need to be, though. Um, so, anyway, he gets down on the couch. She starts sucking him off. I get... I start to eat her out from behind as you do. I mean, I'm like, I'm thinking like, what, what, what is the better way to kind of go about this? Um, and I mean, I get it in first and then we're all just kind of talking about it a little bit more. And they both decide to get up and they're like, Hey, we're going to try this out. Let's go upstairs. Let's, uh, we're going to start something out first. And then you just come in the room um and and do your thing then i was like okay so we'll just do it under cover of darkness that undercover <laughs> that that might uh that might actually work a little bit better mainly just because there were just so many lights on and she was very mm. pretty and we weren't so <laughs> uh so maybe that that was that was probably a big reason as to why it didn't move forward a little bit faster um so they went upstairs I proceeded to have another drink, walking around his house naked. Oh, I, okay, we're going to stop right there. I, I got to be honest. If you ever had the opportunity to walk around someone's house naked, someone else's house, do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just, Just do it. What are they going to do about it? I feel like being left alone, I would assume that anyone's about to walk through the door or that I'm going to find an animal that didn't I didn't know was there before. Just find out that there was just a dog quietly watching you guys. <laughs> that yeah. is why the peanut butter was on the counter the entire time. <laughs> Already got to the end. There was a fourth one. Uh, so... So they go upstairs, I'm hanging out, I have a drink, I watch a little bit of porn, trying to get myself into the mindset of a threesome. But I'm watching it at the same time and it's already happening. So I'm like, was that how it's supposed to go? And like he can do that and then also get in there and like wedge, that, that, that's another weird angle to get at is, is ass and vagina, is it's like you're, you're wedging yourself into her at the same time. I'm impressed whoever can do that. 
by the way. Very impressed. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not going on with the story until you both agree with me. Sure. Uh, let's give yeah. them oh, uh, let's give them thanks. a gold star. Good. 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 Wedging. 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 <laughs> <clears throat> ah, great. Um so anyway, I go upstairs. She's going down on him. I basically just take her slip in, fuck her from behind for a little bit. As I'm doing that, my friend looks up at me and goes, "Hey dude, let's switch it out." So I'm like, "Cool." So I start getting my dick sucked by her, and he's fucking her from behind. And it's a great time, and I've completely even forgotten the entire point as to why I'm there. But he just goes, hey, dude, what's up? Holds up his hand. <laughs> high fives me. I was like, was that it? That was Was it. that the fucking Eiffel Tower that just happened? He's he like, goes, all right, now we're done. Yep. Like, also, let go of my hand. It's let like... <laughs> It's and like then, hitting the buzzer at the end of a uh, that, that one ninja show. I was thinking Family Feud, but I don't know why my mind okay. went there Whoa. immediately. Jeopardy. There's a lot of shows with buttons on them. Damn, why did I just go to Family Feud? That's very telling. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, you just high five. And what is too much eye contact? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the closest exit for 500. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, usually that's where I finish the story, but we also did it a second time where I was behind and he was getting his dick sucked and also gave, I gave him a high five then. And that's how Jesus was born. Is that, that's the Holy Trinity <laughs> right the there. the story of Jesus. That's the Holy Trinity. And wow. that is why, here, how about this? How's this for, for something? I love that story. I love telling that story to people. I'm sure it's you a do. great story. I have the utmost sincere thought in my heart when I think of this sin lust. It's very powerful. It works on both sides and it works to everyone's benefit in the end as long as everyone agrees to it. Get all these threesome jokes he's saying, catching them. Hmm? 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 Catching all of them. Yeah. <laughs> you can hold on to them if you want to. So that was, uh, I mean, that's that's kind of all I wanted to talk about today. I mean, appreciate your sins, people. That's what makes you interesting. Yeah. Probably. Literally the only thing that makes you interesting probably is your sin. So you boys think on uh, on what you want for next week. On what to do. I thought you were going to say on what you want for Christmas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, also that too. Uh, I'm going to be filling up some shopping baskets here very, very soon. No one uses Santa shopping Claus carts anymore. coming to town already. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh God. Is that what snow is? Yeah. It's Jesus and Santa coming on the world. I thought there were more than it's, it's I, just I thought God's there were more than three reindeer. Oh no. Everything is in threes now. Oh, okay. For this holiday. You will you know what? After you do have a really successful threesome, you'll just notice it out in the world. It's like when you buy a new car. And you see it everywhere. And you just see it everywhere. <laughs> you'll just see threes everywhere you look. And it's just yeah. magical. Just like this time of year. So it's like a more sexual version of that, uh, what's that Jim Carrey movie? 
23? No, 23. That was 23. That wasn't a sex sexualized movie to you guys? I think it's because you watch most movies with your pants off. Didn't you guys watch the part where Jim Carrey um, got really, really, really into character and learned how to play a saxophone? And also, he was really obsessed with the number 23. Are we talking about Spider-Man 3? Mm. Or are we We're talking, talking about, about Spider-Man 3. Came out uh, May <laughs> 2nd, 2003, and everyone was really bummed about it. Lots of threes, man. Lots of threes. Yeah. <laughs> 2003 Great. was a rough time for all of us, I feel. Remember when you guys were like 12? Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Corey never got past it. Aw, he's got kind of a a goatee (laughs) thing happening. Hey, he's going to get his grade ninth soon, okay? Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, I didn't really plan anything. I was going to say, I didn't really plan anything after this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I hope not. I hope we do more. I want to do a little bit more. But you know what? Here's a new segment we're calling called Off the Cuff. Fucking think of something, guys. I don't know. I I just I can't think of any more three jokes, so I'm just out. I fold. (laughs) I've used all three of my jokes up. Is somebody playing drums over there? Yes. No. Yes. No, they're not. Okay. No, that's I'm just just, hearing shit. That's just uh, Red's house. That's just his house. (laughs) It's the people inside the walls. Yeah. <laughs> they will never be let out, but for some reason they haven't died yet. But they're very rhythmic. Actually, did you give them a symbol? They also have a drum set. <laughs> I gave them a symbol. Damn it. That was the. Ah. Uh, so disappointed in you. But also kind of thrilled that you were that inventive. Yeah. Like, if I'm going to have people banging on my walls, I at least want some type of percussion instrument in there. Mm. Yeah, give them something. Put a, mo- a, a hi hat. <laughs> <laughs> I like variety. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, I, I threw in a triangle, a tambourine. A wood block. <laughs> and one of those rattler things. Yeah. Rip, 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 rip. A rattlesnake? Yeah, he threw a rattlesnake <laughs> yeah, just, in there with him. Just filled the walls with rattlesnakes. <laughs> Your next party, the person who gets angry and punches the wall is going to be in for quite a surprise. <laughs> Red, there's snakes everywhere. Oh, someone punched the fucking wall. The only security measure, the the only security measure against people punching your walls is to just fill them with snakes or bees or spiders or something. (laughs) Didn't that that happen? Didn't fucking Ian punch our wall? (coughs) Didn't we? (laughs) No. Well, in Pine Grove. Yes, I'm um, talking. It's a a deep cut. Was it Ian? Deep cut. It was. All I remember is we covered it up with a Gandhi poster. It's uh, Arlie? With a what poster? A Gandhi poster. Gandhi. Okay, I heard correctly. Non-violence. Gandhi the movie? Non-violence. No, uh, it was like seven tenets of... Okay. Like the the seven uh, uh, Gandhi nonsense. That's probably what it was called. Man, I forgot how unfunny I was sometimes. What? We should we should do one on the the Gandhi seven things. On Gandhi seven sins. On Gandhi seven things. Oh God, let's not <laughs> yeah. talk about let's that. Let's talk about that time he uh, would just constantly <laughs> no, get naked not. with underage girls. Let's talk to about that too. To test himself. To test himself. 
He'd s- no, he'd sleep yeah. naked with his nieces. Yep. Yeah. Or at least one of them. At least one of them, and but always with girls. He had pussy hounds <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Can we make that movie? <laughs> Gandhi and the pussy hounds? <laughs> that sounds like the best band I want to see right now. <laughs> He's like, okay, oh on three. Oh, God. We preach non-violence <laughs> and uh, also sex positivity. Thank you. Oh, God. We are definitely going to get Ben Kingsley uh, to be the lead singer of Gandhi yeah. and the Pussy Hounds. Ben Kingsley? Are we not aware? Yeah, we know Ben Kingsley. Man. I don't. Th- I it's know just, you do. It's really scary to think about. I've just gotten too far into my brain about what this movie looks like, and you just put Ben Kingsley in his fucking sandals, and <laughs> oh, I don't want to see mm-hmm. that. Gandhi on an angry pussy hunt. Here we go. Gandhi and Jesus the Paris Accord. <laughs> so I think we're just riffing right now, yeah. but. Uh, I mean, do you guys want to? This th- is right. I mean, do you guys want to throw anything out there right now that you want to talk about? Um, We're back, baby. Yeah, We're what back have we been right doing? now. What, what have we been playing? I guess that's the only real thing to worry about yeah, with we us. We could talk about some video games a little bit, I guess. Um, I just beat Horizon Zero Dawn, which was fantastic. It's really, really good. That's the it's one with like the post- uh, post-apocalyptic. Uh, uh, all the animals are robots and. No one really yeah, explains much. why. Is there ever? Yeah, it's like it's like steampunk Conan. All right, kinda, yeah. kinda, yeah, yeah. That's actually a pretty good explanation of that. Um, yeah, it's kind of what it is. Um, it's really, really well done. I don't want to go into it a whole lot because I feel like it would kind of ruin the get into spoiler territory. But yeah, it's basically the future. Humanity has been either wiped out or reduced to living in tribes. And they kind of, um, there's like all these robot dinosaurs and robot um, creatures who live around there and attack you and you have to kill them. And there's like this mystery involved with your character and where she's from or who her parents were and that sort of thing. And the whole story just kind of like unravels as you play it. And it's really, really cool. It's really well done. I'm just going to make a prediction as a spoiler. I have no idea what the game really is, but I'm just picturing it just being Westworld. Pretty sure it's just Westworld. Yeah. It's it's like like a mixture of Westworld and the village. Yeah. Does she become self-aware she's in a video game and she can't really die? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Hit the nail right on the head. Was she actually Bryce Dallas Howard the entire time? Did Mm -hmm. she just go out behind a fence and then she found M. Night Shyamalan uh, working as a, uh, as a forest ranger. It's a park mm-hmm. ranger. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah. yeah. We're getting into spoiler territory. Oh, my apologies. Uh, well, I've done... Uh, I started to play uh, Wolfenstein the New Colossus. Uh, oh, it's so good. It's awesome. Love the storyline. Uh, but... Got stuck at a weird part. Uh, like, I actually saved the game at this weird part where I barely have any health as I'm getting onto the rocket oh. train. And mm. I just kept reloading that every time I died. And so I would just mm-hmm. start back over with 30 health every time. Yeah. And fighting the dogs that come out, the uh, behemoths and the 
the rest of the mm-hmm. Nazi officers and I everything. I remember the Nazi dogs. Yeah. Ne- oh, yeah. You remember all those Nazi dogs yeah. that Hitler loved? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Shih Tzus and... German Shepherds. And you're... St- you're at the part like um like because your health keeps depleting as right. well like constantly yeah. so it just it just sucks yeah so i can't get past it so i haven't it's really the game yet i can't get past that part i'm just gonna have to either restart the game or restart the level um yeah but it's it's a great looking game and then uh i mean i i I really only ever play Battlefield 1. You you finished the campaign for Call of Duty, though. <laughs> oh, I did! Yeah, I did do that. I forgot about that. Um, the new I one? I forgot about it. Yeah. So the campaign, as with most Call of Duty games, I never really was a fan of playing like online FPS until Battlefield 1 came out. At all. Mm-hmm. Ever. Uh, I, always, I was always the person who would go over to their friend's house and play the campaign for Call of Duty. Be like, I probably unlocked a gun or something for you. But I love it because it's so well written. Um, and this time they actually incorporated some pretty heavy ass shit uh, from the war into there. Like, uh, not to spoil anything, but one of the one of the soldiers in your platoon is a is a, a Jewish soldier, and he ends up being taken as a POW by one of the German officers, and he's actually placed into. Not just a POW camp, but a specific POW camp for Jews. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, they kind of got into it as much as they could. Get into like a fun video game that's also filled with zombies. And fucking David Tennant is also there. For I was going to ask, reason. is there like a big baddie that is played by somebody famous? They always have that for Call of Duty. Well, uh, well, there wasn't a baddie per se. Is It's more your sergeant that you have to talk to the entire time. And it's Josh Duhamel. Duhamel. Do Dummel. Dummel. What's he from again? Der 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 Himmel. He's he he um uh, there was a. Yeah. Okay, so just a note. <laughs> I mean, last time they got Kevin Spacey in the whole game. You so just had to get Josh. out of his house without. Yeah, getting they touched. got got good old Josh. Josh is back, everybody. <laughs> no, he uh, he plays your sergeant, and basically the entire sto- backstory behind it is, they think that he led his platoon into this really. Uh, I think it's like murderous, uh, bad place, suicide mission, suicide mission, essentially. And none of his other guys like trust him really. And then you find out why he did it. Um, and that is how you tell plots to people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Battlefield One. Anyway, yeah, then. it's. Uh, <laughs> I would highly recommend playing the campaign for uh, Call of Duty World War Two. But I still have not played the multiplayer portion of it, mainly because even when I've seen video of it, and I agree with Red, uh, Battlefield One still looks way better. Oh yeah, it's That's like so much yeah. better. I yeah, I haven't really had much of a desire to play the new Call of Duty. The I campaign sounds good though. Campaign is gorgeous. Campaign looks awesome. Just the just the development that they've had since well Kevin Spacey was the last one and then it was Kit Harrington yeah and another one and it, it looked fucking yeah. awesome but this one looks so good like just the face animation is fucking amazing which again mm-hmm. separate from the head anyway <laughs> uh red what are you even doing uh and what's funny is i i just i describe playing this game where it's it's more embarrassing than getting caught watching porn 
when someone walks into my room and they catch me playing World of Warcraft. I immediately alt-tab out. I don't care if I die in whatever situation. I alt-tab out. It's never fast enough. What's it doing? And all the music is still going. And I'm still dressed like a, you know, like a fucking warrior. And I immediately trying to just take off all my armor at once. I thought that was just how you masturbate. And then I just have to smile and go, hey, people that have probably been doing right. things and feeding themselves and using, <laughs> using actual bathrooms. What's it like out there in the real world? As I then plunge back into the land of Azeroth. Oh God! It's you poor man. It's it's great because it gets even more nihilistic here pretty soon. Because at BlizzCon last month, they oh, yeah. they said, "Hey, you know how we've been making this? We've been playing this game for 13 years, which is the 13 year anniversary this week of the game. What if we didn't do any of that?" And then we just never updated the game ever. We're going to bring that to you. World of Warcraft Classic got announced. And they're bringing yeah. the game back to what they call vanilla World of Warcraft. Where there you right now I'm at level 110. It used to be 60. And also everything about the game was horrible. Like it used to... You know that joke about how you can't do anything but play World of Warcraft? Right. That's That was born back then when the game was so difficult... And it was so hard to get together with people because now everything is like the most, it looks like a fucking phone game now. You're just basic. Yeah. Like if you look at my screen, it just looks like nonsense. Yeah. It's just a billion things going on at once and I don't even understand it. <laughs> like I feel like whenever I walk into the room and I see you playing it, I'm like, some uh, green lettering. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of numbers <laughs> and I have can numbers. I, can I borrow the pipe? Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. Get, um. Uh, I, I will never be able to understand it. Like, I got super into shit on the computer. Like, I don't really do computer games, but I got, like, crazy into, like, uh, Civilization when that came out and, like, SimCity and Roller Coaster Tycoon and, like, all that shit. Mm. Yeah. And uh, some old school ones like Echo the Dolphin. Come on. Give it. Give it. Give it up. That's, that's not it. a computer that's, game. That was a computer yep. game. Was it was it? on the computer at oh, one point. That's... In time. Um, <laughs> was it, it came, really? It came with Windows ninety five. Oh shit, and gentlemen. Oh. Uh, look it up. But it was a pack in. Who packs in Echo the Dolphin? And Comic Zone was also on the Windows ninety five. Comic Zone. I remember that for Sega. Both of these are Sega games. Yeah, I know. Oh, interesting. I don't know. Microsoft was going hard back then. But. Uh, <laughs> I, I could just never get into World of Warcraft. Like, I love watching people play video games, too. I can't even watch you play it. It's just so... It's become very cathartic and nihilistic. It's very... It feels good to get nothing done all the time. I understand. Also, the only people that are still playing this game 13 <laughs> years later are the biggest... Like, the worst toxic people that you'll ever see or hear from it's about like i end up just playing the game by myself all the time i don't play with other humans i know they're out there but they're the worst humans ever and i just sit there and smile as they scream they scream about <laughs> everything and you can just hear them just being nice <laughs> kid like you know how to soak you can't beat too much gary you don't have a piece of your armor and it turns into that so quickly that it makes me smile and i walk away from the game no, like i don't get upset at that game. I'm just in this. It's a blanket. It's a blanket that's this 13 year old blanket. It's it's this it's thir a 13 year old dirty blanket that's Cheeto stained, never been washed. No, no, never, never. That, now you want to talk about the saddest story anyone's ever written? The saddest short story. The sa <laughs> it's like baby shoes never worn. 
Thirteen year old blanket. Never had sex. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh my god. So that's what I've been doing. And Good that's god. But I'm gonna be honest, it's so much better than screaming at Overwatch. It's made me a less toxic person. From... I will say that. I uh I, even playing Battlefield One, it's cool to go to like the uh, the DLC maps because mm-hmm. you don't have to deal with people who can only afford the basic game. I don't know. That sounds so fucking classist as soon as it came out of my mouth. No. Uh, <laughs> I don't have to deal with the poor anymore. It immediately weeds out the 13-year-olds, though. Yeah, it, it does. All it's the kids, seri- they don't yeah. have money for these fucking things. So. Yeah, it's, it, that's what's super nice about that, is getting involved. And the, the other cool thing that I like about it is just it teaches you more and more and more and more and more. Like, I don't think anyone knew or even gave a shit about the Russian Revolution, and that's what an entire pack of the DLC was about. And they just give you little bits. Oh, wow. And like, Adolf Hitler was shining shoes in 1914. What do you think of that, kids? Uh, uh, I mean, they're a little bit more in depth than that. But. He's like, I hate these shoes. <laughs> I will destroy <laughs> all these shoes. <laughs> and then it just kind of got like, taken out of context. What is your name? What is your name? I've never, never shine your shoes again. Oh, it's Alan Newsbaum. Just remember that <laughs> name. The- remember it. <laughs> The Holocaust was just, it was, a, it was a game of telephone that got out of control. He, he's like, you did what oh, to who? I said shoot. I mean, I said the shoes. I mean, I have to double down. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think, nah, let's get away from that. No, we're going, we're, yeah. I was going to say, shooten and yuden. No, that, no, but no, we're not doing that. I wanted to ruin that joke at the end because it shouldn't yeah. have been in the show. God it damn it. Shouldn't. Anyway, uh, do you have any recommendations, Corey? <laughs> Rec Room! <laughs> um, yes, I recommend um, the... Well, I've been reading the Witcher series. Uh, oh, the reading books. it. And yeah, that's actually where it came from. I had no really idea. good. Um, I think the first one was published in like 92 but it wasn't until like the early 2000s that they got an english translation and to be honest i'd never even heard of the witcher before the games but um i've been researching the books and i keep hearing that they were really good so i was just kind of looking in like the correct order to read them in and so i started reading them and they're really freaking good um there's the one I'm working on right now, it's more so like just like a collection of short stories. So it really kind of reads and its pacing is a whole lot like the game itself, how you're kind of going from side mission to side mission sort of thing. That's kind of what it feels like. And it's actually really, really well written and it's super good. Like some of the stories are like it's not just black and white like the games. I mean, it, it's not like good versus evil. It's like there's so many areas of gray. Um, and it does such a good job of like presenting a twist or confusing you on whether or not you think this person's good or bad when really they're just they're just a person that sort of thing it's like mm. they're not good or bad they did some terrible things but they this is why that sort of thing and it's it's a really good it's it's such it's so good mm. i recommend that interesting i had no idea uh uh, well, I'm going to recommend watching, uh, just going and subscribing to Vice or Vice News or Viceland on YouTube or also watch it on mm-hmm. HBO. 
Um, they're doing a, not a web series per se, but there is a new documentary that they have on the Vice channel on YouTube. Um, that's called, uh, God damn it, it's called Pharmacopia. Um, but what I believe this uh, guy is going to start doing is he's going to start shooting documentaries about um, hallucinogenic drugs. As he said, hallucinogenic drugs have always fascinated me. But he, is, uh, the very first episode is him trying to hunt down the person that basically got it into the American lexicon that you can go and ingest toad venom and get high off of it. Uh, so God. like the whole thing about like licking toads and like all this different shit, he wanted to find the person that actually did that for the first time. And, uh, I won't, I won't give it away, but it was very weird that it was a, a native American Italian guy, which more on that here in a second. just want to do a quick aside on that one. But, um, let me actually find the title of it here. Um, and while I'm looking it up, uh, so a, a weird backstory I'm um, also going to recommend listening to The Dollop as well. Just go and just going to plug that real quick. Just go and fucking listen to that podcast. Um, yeah. Because they do an episode on Italians were basically trying to mimic and take over Native American roles in Hollywood for a long time. And one of the most. <laughs> One of the most famous, one of the most famous Native Americans in the '70s, especially the one who, um, uh, the one with the tear running down his eye, or running down his face. Um, he was an Italian American. He was not Native American at all. A lot that happened a lot in the '70s. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> so instead of like, how it's how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> it explains why my grandma really was scared of Italian people. Maybe I mean that? that's no that's that's, that's just something else. that's some old school that's, racism. I thought it'd be like the <laughs> savages vested racism right there. It's like I don't care if it's just if you're slightly a T shade darker than me. I'm very scared. Of She's you. like, has John Wayne killed them all so I can go outside? <laughs> <laughs> Quick factoid: John Wayne once played Genghis Khan in a movie, and anyway, he didn't change oh. his sound. He's like, how's it going, Pilgrim? Whatever else he sounds like. He sounds like a fucking... But they definitely tried to make him look Asian. Just gonna say that. So it's I believe called, it. So it is called uh, Hamilton's Pharmacopia. And it's about the psychedelic toad. That is what I am going to recommend. But uh, basically the entire reason that people end up getting high off of it is because I guess the venom has a potent strain of DMT. Um, which we here at Talk Good uh, cannot support more. <laughs> Go out and do DMT, kids. Don't what was it? <laughs> kids. Don't. What was it called again? Hamilton's Pharmacopia. Hamilton's Pharmacopia. Love that play. Yeah, That's isn't that the best? Play. I love it when he raps. He's just he raps so good about history. <laughs> so edgy and drugs. Drugs are cool. <laughs> Red, what do you got going on, bud? Well, I got a bunch of stuff to recommend in terms of so much music came out in the time we were gone. Uh, oh, yeah. Something that came out recently, though, is Tame Impala came out with uh, B-sides and remixes for Currents, which is one of the... Oh, did they really? Like, one of the I biggest totally albums of the that. year. Um, Belly came out with an album oh, called yes. Mumble Rap, which I think Fuck, is the yeah. best rap album of the year. Um, 
what else did we get? Uh, Division, which is my favorite artist. Uh, they came out with uh, uh, an album called Morning After. Mm. And then Majid Jordan also came out with an album called Space Between. And listen to all of those things and you'll be happy. You'll be a happy, happy boy like Corey. Hmm. Corey, mm. you're so happy. You're, you're so, so happy. happy. Corey. Corey. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, um, I mean, we're pretty pretty much done. That, that was... Uh, that was our dumpster fire of a fucking. Mm-hmm. That was uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, go. Corey, how do, you, how do you, how's it feel to be back? Let's go. Let's go to the after um, interview. Let's let's do an after interview here for the uh, for the show. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that episode? Um, I feel like we did all right. You know, we. I feel like we we met expectations <laughs> three three stars do you believe three. do you uh do you believe brandon when he said uh it's good it's good to be back no uh-uh. okay you were right on that one i mm. believe i also agree <laughs> with that oh fuck all right this is done yeah good okay. thank you for listening oh talk good i forgot we were talking to people oh we were just talking to each other voicegun.org voicegun.org everybody pew pew Pew, 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 pew,